We are on Mismor 37 today, Lamed Zayin. But before we begin the Mismor, we had a question on Tehillim. And the question was, it seems like David HaMelech is very often dictating very specific requests to Borei Olam. So the question was, if, if I, in my Tefilot, request things of Borei Olam, will Borei Olam change his plan in order to give me whatever I want? Okay, it's a very classic question. So we're, we're, we're discussing the nature and the philosophy behind the tefillah. Because if there's something that's coming to mind after reading 36 chapters of Tehillim, it's, it's the effectiveness of tefillah because this is all we're reading these days. And um, we're discussing the, how it could be that the tefillah is supposed to work if Boreolam is perfect, Boreolam has a plan already, so Borei Olam, he has plans for me And he has a way that he wants to run the world And then me, with my minimal wisdom And my knowledge of my small little sliver of history I come and I say what I want to Borei Olam But for some reason It seems like Borei Olam actually Will give what I want He'll, he'll say, take my tefillot Which are probably based on, on A misunderstanding of the, of the world And Borei Olam will Give me what I want that I pray for, you know? So, but philosophically, it's a difficult thing. For if Boreolam already decided that I'm not going to have Parnassah, chas v'shalom, okay? So I come and I pray for Parnassah. So maybe Boreolam knows what he's doing. He knows that I shouldn't have Parnassah. That's the way he wants the world to run. For some higher goal, there's a reason I need to not have Parnassah. But here, little me, in my little, little small life that's just a little speck in, a dot in, in, the, in, in the course of history, I come and I say, I, please, Hashem, give me Parnassah, I need it. And Boreolam, it seems like, if, if, Boreolam will say, you know what, okay, have Parnassah. It's, and and this, we know that this seems to be the way it works, because David HaMelech is doing it all the time. David HaMelech says, oh, please don't let my enemies win. Well, if Boreolam is making your enemies come before you, he maybe wants them to win. And if he knows, who knows better, Boreolam or you? So what is it, my opinion on what's good for me, how is it that I could use that in tefillah and then actually get what I want? So the answer is that there's no philosophical answer to this. This is actually a very, very deep, deep philosophical question that, that the nature of tefillah is opaque. The nature of tefillah is not clear. It's hard, it's, it's philosophically a mystery how it works. The Chachamim though, have very, are very clear about the fact that it does indeed work. They say, for example, very often a person, he is supposed to get something and Borei Olam just wants the person to pray for it. Right? There are many quotes in the Gemara even that, that God loves the, the, the prayer of the people who are yes. in, the, in a difficult situation. And then they're in a difficult situation. Yeah, or the woman who's barren. And she prays. God wants to hear their tefillot. So he makes them pray until, so that they can get what they want. But there is an element in tefillah of very simply... We pray for things and we get them. And that's part of Yadut. And I'll give you proof. Throughout the Tanakh, whenever uh, Abraham went to Paro's house and Paro took Sarah, all of a sudden Paro, the Mitzrim, they get sick. So what does, Abraham say to, what does God say to Paro to do? Okay, to, to, to Go to the Navi. He'll pray for you and you will live. Yitzchak. So... so Hashem said, I'm not going to give it to you until Abraham prays for you. I'm not going to get you better until Abraham prays. Meaning the tefillot of the, of the person who wants to praise, they work. Next, Yitzchak and Rivka. Rivka is barren. What does the Pasuk say? 
Yitzchak prayed to Hashem on behalf of his wife because she was barren. And then what? God answers the prayer and she becomes pregnant. And very, very simply, in the most basic sense, that's the way tefillah seems to work. Yes. How it works the, with the abstract knowledge of the fact that God knows everything and God already has a plan and who are we to come and affect God's plan? It's not an answerable philosophical question. But we have, from the Tanakh and from the Chachamim, clear evidence of the fact that this is the way our relationship with God works. We pray for things, and very often, Borei Olam answers our tefillah. And this is the core of all of Tehillim. If you don't understand this about Tehillim, then none of Tehillim makes sense. What is, what is David crying about? Just wait and let God do what he has to do. I think Hashem answers it all the, tefillah, all the time. The only question is, maybe we don't understand how he's answering it. Correct. Yes, that's also true. And look, I'm not saying there, there are no other elements to Tefillah. There's an, a theory out there that I heard Rabbi Maruf once gave a class on that there's the, the theory that the Tefillah changes you and then you become more deserving of the, of the, of the item, yes. which is nice also. You're putting yourself in a position where you're deserving of the things that you want by, by doing Tefillah. Like but, there's, but there's more to it. There's more to it. There seems to be that the way Boreolam set up the world is that there is room for us to ask for things that we need in life. And very often we ask and we receive. And even when we don't see that we receive, as Giacomo says, sometimes we are receiving, we just don't see it. Okay? Uh, Psalm 37. So yes, I would recommend tefillah. If, you're at, if you need something in life, I do recommend tefillah. You should, 24-7 you should say Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not saying you should only use it like that. I mean, there are other elements of tefillah, the recognition... Developing awareness of Borei Olam yes. is the core feature of tefillah. Because, because if, you, if, you, if you really, really want, let's say, relaxing. yeah, it's relaxing. It, it, uh, this is, that's going to be one of the elements of the Mizmor today. Of one of the elements of the Mizmor today, one of the elements of the Mizmor today is the, the psychological benefit of trusting in God. We'll see it in the Mizmor, that there's a lot of psychological benefits to calmness and then relaxing your anxieties when you have... At the end of the day, someone who's managing things you see the light up top. In the tunnel. Right, and you know that there's, you know, that as Rabbi Sachs always says, that Yahadut, by building this idea of Borei Olam running the world, and of the, this idea of the fact that there's one day going to be a good time when the Mashiach comes, Yahadut is a, is a very positive religion. It's a religion of hope that yes. we don't assume things are going to fall apart and everything's going to die. We assume. That at the end of times, things are going to flourish. Borei Olam's light will shine. And that's a very, looking at the life, at life in a positive way, it, it, it inspires people to, to, grow, to, 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 to have hope and to believe that, that things will be good. Okay, very, very uh, deep ideas here. Pasuk Aleph of Mizmor 37. This Mizmor is a contemplation on the, how wickedness is, is in the long run always going to end in destruction. And how the good people will have it good. And they actually have what uh, to be proud of and excited for. Um, even though it doesn't always look that way initially. Because as the Mizmor is going to show, sometimes the wicked seem like they're thriving. And then you have to have patience and see that, no, 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 they won't thrive forever. And sometimes it looks like the good people have it bad. You have to have patience. In the long run, it's better. Okay, but that, that's kind of the contemplation of the Mizmor. It is structured as an alphabet Mizmor. And typically, it's every, pasuk, every two psukim is one letter. So you have Aleph, and then another pasuk, and then Bet, and then another pasuk, and then, so we'll see it like that. Okay, pasuk Aleph. The David, by David, Al Al 
Do not contend with the people who are doing evil. Do not be jealous of the people who are acting sinfully. So why would you be jealous? Because initially it looks like they're thriving. You see the success of the evil people. And it bothers you and you want to be like them. Right? Pasuk bet. Ki malu. Because you may think that they are thriving, you know, but like grass, they are soon going to be cut down. And like the, the green of the pasture, they will soon become dry. Okay, it takes a little bit of time, but it will happen. That's like the, the guarantee. Now, I always think about... Um, who would be like the evil person today? Who is doing evil today? And, and maybe I'm going too far, but I, I always look at like Hollywood as a place where there's a lot of evil, not just a place where there's decadence. It's a place where there's a lot of evil because I think with decadence, there also comes a lot of evil. Like if you look underneath the cover of Hollywood, there is so much rape and this, and look at all the men who are going to... It's a very, very, very dirty place, right? So underneath the nice cover where everybody's smiling and looking good and this and that, there is mounds and mounds of darkness, right? So we look at these people, look how good their lives are. They're enjoying it on the the outside. And then for us, there may be a temptation. Oh, do not be jealous of those people because just like the grass will get cut and the green will dry up, they will also, you know. And sometimes they literally dry up and they start looking very ugly and then, you know, they, they become forgotten and that's it. Okay, Pasuk Gimel. It's a beautiful Pasuk. Have faith in God and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Now, the, the Pasuk here has a lot of interpretations. Have faith in God and do good. What's the point of living in the land? There's a, there's a perush that says, live with the common people. Live with the people who live in the land. People who are doing the day-to-day work, you know, the that's common man. That's where you see the... the but, because that's, that's, that's humbling. Because also. you go to Hollywood, there's no God in Hollywood. Those people are all in, on their own... They're uh, all God. They're all God. They all think they're God. But if you go into the land... They believe they're God. If you go into the land, you hang out with the hum- humble people, right? Then, then you're going to learn humility. And then Ur'ay Emunah, the Radak, has a beautiful perush. Ur'ay is what? Is a shepherd. Right? So re'ay emunah means shepherd faithfulness to God, meaning teach faithfulness. Act like the people of the land are your flock and teach them the faithfulness in God. So it's a very beautiful thing. Okay, Pasuk Dalit. And now what happens if you do that? anag al Adonai. And if you do that, you will take pleasure in God. And He will give you the desires of your heart. Okay? So when you have faith in Boreolam, if it's not a pleasurable thing that makes your life better in a, in a deeper sense, then there's something you're doing wrong, okay? There is fun involved in that way of life. There is fun. But pleasure, deep, emotional, real satisfaction, if you're not getting it from your relationship with Borei Olam, then there's something off. So have faith in God and enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, then you know there's something you have to fix about the way you're doing it. Maybe there's too much fear Maybe you're not benefiting from the psychological benefits of knowing that there's a Borei Olam runs the world. You know? A lot of people, their depression comes from anxiety. They're always scared, always scared. Or what, what if this happens in my business and this and this? What if I fail? What if I this? And a lot of the what if questions, when you have faith in Borei Olam, the what ifs are, you know, I do my best. Borei Olam decides it then. And that's it. 
And that's, that's a, a hugely psychologically beneficial thing. Okay? Pasuk 5. Go even further. You know, we're to Pasuk Gimel. We're up to the Gimel of the, of the thing. Go Cast the path of your life onto Hashem. Meaning, meaning, put your responsibilities on Him. Let Him run Uftach alav. And, let, and trust Him. And He will do. You know, you look like you're doing everything. But, but... Again, back to the thing of anxiety, what anxious people often, very often happens is they think they, they control every little thing that happens, and they can't. And because they can't control, they feel like they're losing their grip on everything. They're trying to micromanage a gigantic empire, you know, or, or a life with a lot going on in it, and you, you just can't. You can't. At the end of the day, there are things that are out of your control. So trying to hold all of those things makes you very anxious. But if you just do your best and, okay, I let Borei Olam control things. Yeah, without his permission, we cannot do anything else. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a calming idea. I'm not saying don't have responsibility. I'm not saying don't you work. You have to be responsible. But, but I'm saying there's a, limit, there's a limit to your responsibility. At some point, you have to say, okay, this is where I stop, and this is where I let Borei Olam control. And that idea is, and it has incredible psychological benefits, okay? And if you rely on God, then He will bring your righteousness out like the light. And your vindication will be like the afternoon. Why would the, the, why would, in this pasuk, somebody explain why the righteousness comes out like the light and the justice comes out like the afternoon. What does the afternoon have to do with light? Because that's where the sun is highest, okay? I'm just, I'm just teaching you the, the, the po- poetic nature of the thing. That's where the sun is highest. So your, ju- your righteousness will come out like light and your justice will come like high time of the day. Like the time when the sun is highest. Okay, Pasuk Zain, or now we're on Dalid. Dom Ladonai, be silent for God, be tolello, and wait for Him. Meaning it's not always easy to have faith in Borei Olam because there is a wait involved. It's not as simple as just uh, you, you, you demand it and it comes. And while you're waiting, don't get involved with the person who looks like he's having success. Yeah, yeah. Like don't, the Rasha. Right, the guy who has all these plans. Because sometimes when the, the way of Borei Olam, it is good. Ultimately, it is good. But it's not easy. It takes patience. Nothing is easy. You have to, take, you have to, we have to wait for Borei Olam. You have to wait to see that his way thrives. You know, the other way seems like it's immediate pleasure. Borei Olam is more built on delayed satisfaction. And do you have it in you to, make, to wait that long? Uh, last... Leave off anger and, and uh, forsake wrath. And do not get involved to make things go bad. Don't get involved with evil. For the people who do evil will be cut off. And the people who have faith in God, they will inherit the land. Okay? So we will stop at that pasuk. And we'll continue. Pasuk Yud Bezer Shem Tamaruk Adonai Nulam. Amen. 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 Am